guys, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas, and today uh, we are joined by a very special guest all the way from Chicago. Uh, at the moment, we are listening to uh, a song called Village Song. This is by Man Cub. Uh, so we're going to uh, wrap up the song, and then we'll be right back with our very special guest.
Alrighty, and we're back. And today we're joined by guest uh, Richard Juarez, uh, all the way from Chicago, better known as Man Cub. How you doing, man? Dude, so good, man. So happy to be here. So should I call you Man? Should I call you Cub? Or should I just call you Rich? What do you prefer? Um, you can call me Richity Rich Dog. Richity Rich Dog. That's a bit of a mouthful, so we'll just go with Rich. Okay, sounds um, good. Tocayo. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but how you doing? Welcome to Mexico City. I am so happy to be here, man. I'm doing great. I'm glad we met up. Yeah. It's a beautiful day out in Mexico City right now. Not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, that is unusual. That's what they tell me, man. I came here, you know, with dreams of summer, and like they're like, yeah, but the, it's the rainy season, and so that yes. really sucked. And so like now that it's fall, it's just like no clouds. It's sunny. Woo. You I'm know. happy. I'm happy about that. Yeah, man. you definitely got here at the right time. Um, well, so uh, we were just listening to a little song by you called Village Song. Yeah. So before we talk about the song, I want our listeners to hear a little bit about you because we've actually never even played you on the show, which I'm really excited to actually have you here today because I have been following your work for uh, you know, about you. a year now. Yeah. Um, so uh, again, who is Man Cub? Yeah. So um, I came up with the name Man Cub uh, based on... Jungle Book, right? The story okay. of Jungle Book, right? Um, and they call Mowgli, um, the protagonist in the story, Man Cub, um, because he was raised amongst the animals, right? But they continually give him this name, uh, Man Cub. So they kind of show that he's separated first. He's a man. Before right. he's a cub, which is like this more animalistic name, he's a man first, right? Uh, so he's always going to be separate and other than them, right? And then growing up in Chicago as a Latino Americano or uh, Mexican American yeah. or Puerto Rican American, um, I started adopting man cub as in uh, to give me strength of the thing I feared most, right? Because I always felt other and separate. As yeah. much as I felt American, I grew up, I was born and raised there. I speak English, that's my first language. Um, I'm always separate, I'm not a part of the group. And where that used to bring me kind of a lot of turmoil, I decided to adopt that instead and make it my strength, like Batman. Um, (laughs) I didn't see that one coming and I I appreciate you for that. Um, so yeah, um, that that took me for a loop, but you did just say, cause I know that you're from a little village and cause like we've, we've interviewed people in Chicago, people from Chicago before. Um, but usually like my Chicago experience uh, is very Pilsen centric. Um, and again, you're from, you're from a little village. So, and I know that. Uh, again, this song that we just heard, Village Song, is dedicated in a way That's to Little Village. That's my love poem, yeah, to um, Little Village. So how is Little Village, for people who may not be familiar with Chicago, different from Pilsen? Well, what is that difference in Latinidad there? Uh, well, so I guess when I was growing up, um, there was violence in both neighborhoods, right? Pilsen and, and Little Village were both considered neighborhoods that people don't go okay. to, right? Um, but since it's further away from the city... It's uh, further southwest um, from, like, downtown area. Uh, what happens is um, as Pilsen is getting gentrified, Little Village is kind of um, standing the test of time. Okay. Um, a lot of families. Um, 26th Street, the, the street that Little Village is kind of surrounding, um, is one of the highest grossing um, streets in Chicago, right wow. behind the Magnificent Mile, like, in terms of tax revenue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're a very proud, hardworking, industrious people in Little Village. Um, and we continually get a uh, flow of immigrants coming in. Mm-hmm. So the culture has always been preserved, right? And so, for example, if someone were to be like, yo, I need to get a dress for my quinceanera, they go to Little Village. Okay. If they want the best tamales in all of Chicago, they're going to go to Little Village. People come from the suburbs to go to Little Village to to eat, and then they get out. I thought I'd heard that there were a lot of Boricuas in Little Village. Um, or is that... Well, yo, my mom's there, so okay. yeah, so there's that. Because um, I know that, uh, as, and we mentioned before, um, off mic, I was t- talking about you know uh, the Boricua population out there, uh, and we even have some Boricuas on the playlist today. Yeah. Um, but like... There is a, it's the second largest demographic uh, of in Latinos Chicago. in Chicago. It's, yeah. it's Puerto Rican. Um, and so I, I wondered if there was like a, a particular a- neighborhood or area that like that community is concentrated. Um, that's going to be Humboldt Park. That's ah, where I you'll see. find the Puerto Rican uh, community. Uh, that's where my mom grew up. Okay. Um, and then you'll have some Puerto Ricans kind of spread out throughout Little Village. Sure. Um, um, I have some family that's around there, you know, from the island. And they kind of came over um, and they live in Little Village now. 
Cool. Dope. Yeah. Um, all right. So tell us a little bit about Village Song. So you were saying that this is your, your love poem yeah. uh, to your hood. Yeah, my man. Um, so you're a person that travels, right? Sure. Yeah. At you, times. You, you've been around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know that I found myself looking for um, answers, right? Mm-hmm. Looking um, and then looking. I'm always like searching, searching for um, love, searching for um, uh, community, searching for uh, validity sure. and what I'm doing. And I can go everywhere. I'll travel all over the place, you know. Um, but then I'll find those answers and those things continuously at home. Right. Right. Um, and and sometimes it's hard to kind of accept. It's just like, you know, home is where the heart is. Uh, home is where the soul is and where the answers are at times. And, I, you know, I always want to kind of find those answers outside, but I'm always brought back home. And so I just wrote, like, why are you denying yourself this? Why are you denying the answers, the truth? And the truth is we're here right now. Um, and so that's where that kind of song comes from. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And again, as you said, like that search sort of for validity or for, you know, not to like not necessarily feel other just for, you know, racial or ethnic backgrounds or even, you know, things tied to language is something that we're going to see across, like, say, this playlist today. Mm. Um, it's a conversation that we were having off mic. We just had lunch before before taping. Um, you know, this idea, this sort of like. Um, with Latino visibility or Latinx visibility sort of like increasing in the U.S. is sort of this this search, not just for our place, because I feel like we've always had a place, but like the our own narrative of taking control of it instead mm-hmm. of just being reduced to like stereotypes or something. Actually, the editor, uh, Isabella uh, Herrera, the editor, the music editor at Remezcla, she wrote a fabulous piece for Slate about this recently. Oh, wow. About sort of like... Um, yeah, it's cool, like, you know, Cardi and Bad Bunny and Balvin or whatever are breaking into U.S. charts. Yeah. But, you know, like, we're measuring their success with, with U.S. metrics, where, like, Balvin is number one in, like, 20 countries. You know, in the U.S., it's like he's still kind of a novelty act. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's this idea of taking control of the Latino, the Latinx narrative uh, in the U.S. by... Latino gatekeepers, you know, it's just like, it's no longer like white people being like, well, this is how y'all do it, you know? Right. Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I, I mean, I'm kind of rambling a little bit, but, it, but I'm just thinking about the conversation that we were having beforehand, mm-hmm. you know, just about, again, searching for validity as you, as you just said. Right. Um, so anyway, Woo. Okay. <laughs> uh, we got a whole lot of playlist ahead. Uh, I'm really excited because we're mostly going to be featuring Latinx artists from, uh, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, up next, we have uh, a track by Brother Star Race. That is a yeah. band that you used to play in. Right, right, um, right. And it's no longer together. Um, but I want you to tell us a little bit about the band and then introduce the song uh, 55, which is what we're going to listen to. Yeah. So um, I started the band um, with my brother um, right like the, my, my junior year of college. And, uh, you know, I met up with a, a bunch of friends of mine. And we kind of just started, we were just like, hey, we have this dream, let's just do it, yeah. uh, put it together, um, and let's just rock and have a good time. Uh, and it, it, was, it, was a, it was an amazing experience. You know, it was a blessing in my life. It helped open doors for me mm-hmm. and kind of gave me um, a little bit of clout in, in, my, in my circles, right? Uh, and that was really cool. But like all things, if you're not open and honest about them, like how you're feeling, um, resentment can build up and that's what happened amongst myself and other band members and uh, and then it all kind of just fell apart um, and then from there I just didn't have I didn't have any base to kind of stand on sure right and that's where that like that search for validity validity and search for answers kind of comes from because like you can build up something and then once it falls apart like what do you have right you know and um, and that was kind of a, a a learning experience, and then I had to learn how to hold on to the things that I felt like could endure, yeah. you know? And so I kind of um, was focusing on those things, focusing on, like, um, my relationship with the Lord, 
uh, like my spirituality. Okay. Um, and then uh, my relationship with my wife because she's like promised herself to me for the rest of our lives. So, and I've done the same. And then lastly, just like my physical body because it's attached to me. Sure. Right. And so like, um, and then so once I started like focusing on those things, like not even focusing on music, um, did I discover like, that I, that I, like I love I love music. It isn't about anything else other than just like self-expression and, you know, um, kind of beautifying the things that are around me. And so, um, and so I just started doing that. And anyway, that's just, that's, I'm rambling now. (laughs) No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, All right. I dig. So that's a great intro. So we're going to listen to Brother Star Race. Uh, Star Race is two, one, uh, sounds like two words, but it's just the one. Um, The song is 55 uh, and we will be right back with more Man Cup. For sure.
Alrighty, and we're back. And the second song that we just heard there uh, is by a band called Doge, D-O-G-E. And the song is Miller's Song. Um, And this is a band that you're playing in at the moment, correct? Yeah, yeah. I play keys for this band and some guitar for this band. uh, And I harmonize in the band. Yeah, yeah. Um, The leader of the band, his name is Chuch Reyes. And uh, he's, I think, one of the best songwriters in Chicago right yeah. now. Yeah, like seriously, hands down. Um, an incredible, humble talent. Um, he's worked with Karma, Karma Words White Ties. He's, mm-hmm. he's written lyrics for them, melodies for them. Um, and he's uh, written lyrics for Man Cub, and he, he writes his own music, and he's just out there. Um, and he's one of those individuals that when I met him, he has a very guiding spirit to him. Okay. You know? And it's just about being present in the moment with him in all things, right? And so it was just a, it was just a huge, a huge blessing to have him in my life. And so, you know, like I was telling you earlier, not on mic, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's all about being a piece of a community, right? Oh, sure, yeah. absolutely. And so I volunteered myself to for his project. I'm like, please let me help you in any way that I can. Um, because he was always just so giving. He, like, when I was recording Village Song, um, I didn't really have the appropriate space in my house at first. Um, and he let me go to his house. He gave me a key to his house. And he's like, you can come by anytime and record. Word. Yeah. So all, all, like all my music is like self-produced. Um, and he was just open to have me be there. And so I was like, thank you so much. Because, you know, sometimes when it comes to dealing with um, emotions or problems that you're having, it's hard to work in a time constraint. Yeah, right? totally. And to have that openness in his, he'd be like, hey, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go out, perform the show or go to the show and you can just be here. And, you know, I could be by myself and not have to worry about anything. And then, you know, freaking have a panic attack while I'm trying to lay down some guitar because I'm like experiencing all the other things that I've lived in my life, you know, in that moment. Yeah. Um, but th- through his help, I was able to kind of like buckle down and take care of stuff. And so I appreciate him. And I just wanted to share his music because um, he's going to be doing some great things. Well, you also mentioned that he is in Karma Wears White Ties, which is actually yeah. the next band that we're going to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, but before we talk too much about them, we were talking about this band in particular because I'm, I'm actually a really, really big fan. Of I, I wrote yeah. I wrote a piece about like sort of like emerging Latinx artists in Chicago that people should know. I wrote that for Remezcla. Yeah. Just search it. Literally just type Chicago in the search bar. It'll come right up. Um, and this is one of the bands that I've actually been seeing like online for a long time like I'm, I'm really good friends with like Jonathan Carbonell and Sandra Treveño and, mm-hmm. and Caro mm-hmm. Fotos you know mm-hmm. so like they're always posting they're always at like the little fests and then they're always posting videos and you know Karma is a band that keeps coming up right 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 all over yeah. and so I, I'm like who is this and I kind of like it my I don't listen to Anglo indie <laughs> very much yeah. anymore yeah. so like when I listened to them the first time I was like oh this sounds like Block Party right. and I was like oh that's a 10 year old reference <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, okay I'm old but um, I just really dig this sort of like really fast sort of like synth rock. Um, it, it's really fun. It's really fast. It's really danceable. And you were telling me that so like Chooch uh, is in this band Doge with you. Yeah. Um, and that uh, Jesse, the bass player of Karma, plays with us as well and, in Doge. And then you and uh, and then you've also collaborated as part of Man Cub and stuff. And so mm-hmm. yeah, so it's like this whole little like community. Yeah. This whole sort of community, right? And so I w- I wanted to ask you about sort of being a Latino musician in Chicago. Um, and I don't, and I don't want to like put this in like the, the gigantic broad terms, but specifically as an indie musician, like everybody's sort of just like, you know, hustling for the gig, you know, for the mm-hmm. record, for the mm-hmm. whatever, what, how is that environment? Do you think different from saying, you know, being an indie musician, an indie Latino musician in other cities, like say like New York or, 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 um, LA whom that might have a more developed infrastructure specific to Latino communities? Yeah. Um, so from just like remembering a few years ago, I was in Brother Star Race, right? right. And, uh, and it was very hard to kind of have like this Latino indie community. Right. right? It, 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 well, it didn't exist. And right. that was just, you know, a matter of five years, right? Um, and so as like these young cats from... Cicero suburbs of Chicago and like 
Latino communities within Chicago mm. um, with with like Sandra Trevino has like helped facilitate a bunch of music in a bunch of community. And so these bands... Shout out Sandra Trevino yeah, San, Gozamos. Yeah, we just had some, uh, we had some food the other day, her and I. That hey. was real nice, man. Um, Gozamos, uh, <laughs> make sure you check it. A great local indie-focused pop, uh, publication. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so she helped facilitate a kind of a community. Um, and uh, people like Ahua um, and other like publications... Um, kind of gave us those spaces, right? Like Cumbia Sasso was huge when it, yeah, RIP, oh RIP Cumbia Sasso. That was like, um, that was like huge for us because then we were able to like put shows together and there was venues for us to play. Mm. And then from there you started meeting people, right? Um, you're like, Hey, you go to play some other person's gig and then you meet some people in this other band. And, and then like, that's how I met Chuch at a show. Okay. He hit me up afterwards. He's like, yo, that was dope. Let's hang out. And I'm like, great, cool. And then we found out we had this huge community of people that we knew. Like I went to school with a bunch of his friends and he went to school, you know, it was just a small world like that. Um, and then now here we are now putting the pieces together, Yeah. you know? Um, and you're right. There is no in, real, there is no real infrastructure, but there's a desire and a hardiness to the movements that are happening, which is just kind of reflective of what it is to be like, uh, a Latino in Chicago because yeah. you kind of had to have like that long game mentality. Yeah. I mean, cause what I will say, and this is probably, maybe I'm, con- maybe I will, I'm going to end up contradicting myself here, but, um, what I, one of the things that I, that I tell, um, indie musicians in Latin America who are like trying to like, who have their sights set on the U S well, the first thing I, th- I tell them is look South, not North. Cause like the U S yeah. is not, is not really featuring Latinos right now, mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look at Latin America. Don't look at the U S but, but second, I'm like, you know, one of the things I actually always say is, you know, hit up Chicago. Cause it, it's interesting because like there isn't as much per se in terms of like, uh, you know, clubs that are featuring like, you know, indie Latin musicians or whatever. There's also a sort of a blurred line where you have artists like Tatiana Hazel or um, Divino Nino mm-hmm. um, that are, you know, or, or Kaina who are sort of like stepping out, not just in Latino spaces, but like mm-hmm. in black spaces and white spaces, you know, just sort of like, yeah, we're here and, you know, we do what we do, we do and, and that's fucking cool, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and actually that that's honestly the goal. I feel like that should be the goal. Like, you know, have your roots fir- uh, firmly planted, but also so like be able to like not be constrained by that. Right. Um, and so like, that's one of the things that actually has always made Chicago so appealing to me ever since like it came into like my atmosphere atmosphere that there was a lot of stuff happening there. Like the, mm-hmm. all the festivals, um, not just Ruido Fest, but like Pilsen Fest, Mole de Mayo, you know, bringing a lot of like really cool musicians. There was this other one that was sponsored by Sol. I forget what it was, what it's called, but it was like out on the pier. Um, mm. And it was like two weeks before Ruido Fest, and like they brought like all these Latin musicians, like a lot of DJs. Yeah, a lot of DJs, but also like Lido Pimienta played, Sonido Gallo Negro played, uh, 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 Centaurus, like a lot of like not just bands from Mexico. Like they brought uh, Uproot Andy from New York. Like it was really fucking cool. That's dope. Um, so yeah, so like. It, it, there's something coalescing. There's something mm-hmm. happening, and so like I'm, I'm very eager to sort of keep my eyes on Chicago yeah, because please. I'm like I'm really excited about all the shit that's. Please, going down. things are happening. Man. Yeah, things are happening. And so yeah, I mean, and uh, emerging Latino musicians from Latin America. If you want to go uh, to the U.S., I tell everybody, do not neglect Chicago. Yeah, hit up Ahua Media. They'll they'll throw you on a bill, man. They just had Las Chamanas. Dope. Yeah, and it was it was a great show. I don't know if you've heard of Elia. He's a, a good friend. He's a uh, Dorian, but he's based in LA. Um, and he loves Chicago. Like he's come a couple times he's played out there and he's like, it's the shit. Like, he's like, it's like, mm. I think it's like his second or third largest sort of like numbers. Demographic. On like, oh yeah. yeah he's, huge. Just, he's like, I don't know how that happened, but it's fucking cool. You know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like, I'm, I'm super down with the Chicago audiences. Like there's really like Bocalo, um, mm-hmm. which is sort of like a Latin focused public radio. That's really rad. Again, there's just a lot of stuff happening so right. I, I'm again like in another five years like I, I see Chicago being like a like a big must for any Latin act in, in the US I mean Cafeta Cuba has played literally every time every time I've been out there oh cool which is so funny I'm like oh okay here you go again <laughs> stop following me like, Cafeta Cuba 
Um, well, anyway, so I, I do want to play Karma Wears White yeah, Ties. Please. I'm I'm obsessed with this band. Uh, we're gonna play a song called Chinatown Blues, um, and yeah, we're just gonna play that, and we'll be right back with uh, with more Manco. Cool, cool.
she be acting brand new like she don't know me Just go to El Volcan and dance some banda Y si alguien te pregunta con quien andas Dile que yo soy tu hombre Cubs, who gives a fuck? I bring the bud, she roll the blunt, got the same plug. Love when I kick it with you when we're just watching Netflix, eating some ramen. Don't go out, stay home tonight, and just lay here with you, baby. I'm in. You don't gotta tell me twice, you just wanna live your best life. No, you strong inside, I can see it in your goddamn eyes. You determined, you so driven, work ethic got me so smitten. I could learn a thing or two from you, that's what love would do to you. Cruising down Pulaski with the sun in our eyes But everything is fine if I got you by my side We the brown Bonnie and Clyde In a dented upright that's mine You a woman of virtue In spite of men that have hurt you They ain't deserve you, neither do I Shorty don't go for the lies She don't go out for the guys Shorty ain't trying to be nobody's wife She in control of her life Her favorite time is the night Cause that's when she feels like she's one with her mind And I agree She got her shit together And so she can sleep with ease, yeah actually really excited to put these two back to back. The second song that we just heard is by Jason Saldana, uh, who is a local rapper, um, and the track is called Mexicanas from the South Side. Yeah. With dude. those different colored Jordans that you know that they don't come in that. In no, that, in no, that right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. I was actually really feeling this track. Um, what can you tell us about Jason Saldana? So um, I've never met Jason in person, but we've uh, kind of exchanged uh, emails and messages uh, I think he's just a really, really talented young Latino artist. Um, not only his songwriting abilities, but his just like his his personality on his social media, yeah. right? Um, and so he hit me up. He was like telling me, "Oh, you're so cool," and I was like, "Who's this person?" And then I'm like, "This person's so much cooler than I am," and uh, he's so talented. Um, and so we're, we're, we're talking about a collaboration, maybe working together sometime soon. Um, but I wanted to kind of just share his music because he's, he's like some next level stuff. That was right phenomenal. Yeah. I, I, I had no idea who he was. And then yeah. like I heard it and I was like, what the fuck is this? He's going to be putting out a video pretty soon. It was great. It's, it's, it was filmed in Little Village as well. So it's just going to be, it's going to be awesome. That's so cool. Yeah. So let's go back to Man Cub yeah. for a second. So, um, you know, we did hear Brother Star Race, um, you know, which means that you come, you have like a, like a pretty rocky background. Yeah. And then now you're playing with Doge, which again is pretty rock centric. Yeah. Helps me get the rock up. But Man Cub is not particularly rock-ish, even though there might be some guitar in there, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to, I wanted to get a feel from you as to like what exactly does man cub sound like in your mind um in my mind uh it's just a 
kind of like a synthesis of all the music I liked listening to growing up. Um, and actually, I was really happy when you shared one of my songs on Remezcla because you were like, it's a cross between indie rock and R&B. And I was like, thank God, because I've never been able to put a name on it. I, I, also, <laughs> I also said it kind of reminded me of like 90s John Secada. And I was, oh, afraid, yeah. I was afraid that you were going to take that as an insult. No, man. I, I, you know, it, it's this good. Um, Vico once told me, you know, our friend Vico, mm-hmm. she once told me, she's like, if you make it, then I can put a name on it. And I'm like, thank you. Thank God, because I need people like that because I don't want to spend too much time thinking about what it sounds like as much as do I enjoy making it. Yeah. Um, uh, but what I what I feel like it sounds like, you know, I grew up listening to a lot of Sade. I, my mom was a big R&B head. Um, we would listen to Anita Baker in the house and do like lip syncing contests in the house. And that was like something that we grew up very sensual, very um, smooth. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, my dad was a big fan of like Michael McDonald, and then like Jose Jose and all the boleros, like all the bolero artists. Okay. And so we would listen to that a lot of just like tranquil kind of stuff. And I, I think that was like super important because um, you know it was it was wild growing up in Little Village, um, and so it was just nice to have that juxtaposition of just like you know tranquility in the home and household. Well, everything's kind of like a little chaotic outside. Yeah, it's a very welcoming sort yeah. of track. Yeah, and so, so, and I think now that I'm like, you know, growing up and, you know, I have two beautiful children and, and I'm trying to like make family work and music work at yeah. the same time, I think I need as much tranquility in my life <laughs> as possible. I hear <laughs> yeah. that. I hear that. <laughs> so I try, to, I try to make what I need, you know what I mean? Then another thing that we were talking about was sort of this anxiety to translate the record is, or the or the 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 SoundCloud um, <laughs> to a live setting. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So how do you go about that? Like, what what is usually your 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 setup on a stage? So I come from like like you said like a rock kind of background, um, and so I like live instrumentation. Okay. Right? Like I, I feel like I need it. I I can't not have it. Um, and so what I've been doing now is kind of figuring out what I can do um, with pedals, what I can do with like a live band. Mm-hmm. And then from thereafter, like recording sets, kind of going back, okay, what did this need? What didn't work? Um, and then kind of coming at it with that. Uh, right. My keyboard player just bought this beautiful keyboard and I'm like, that's going to help so much, kind of bring more of a synth sound to everything. And now I'm just trying to figure out like how to do um, things with like a retro log um, and things with like, I want to get myself kind of like an MPC so I can like have a drum pad on stage. Okay, uh-huh. And what's beautiful about like Chooch, Reyes, we're all about like the electronic element of our groups. Mm-hmm. And so if we can kind of just like figure that out, then we play in each other's bands. So we're like, okay, cool. Whatever I figure out, I'm going to try to do that for you and yeah. you can just do that for me. And, uh, which is smart. Yeah. Which is what you need to do, man, in Chicago. Um, uh, but yeah, man, I think that's what I'm gonna have to do next is just kind of like figure out, save some money, buy a little gear and then just go into like science mode. Upgrade slowly, but shortly. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Long game. Dope. Um, so, uh, before we go into our next band, uh, you mentioned Vico before, and we're going to give a big shout out to Vico right now <sighs> because Vico. she is out here, you know, standing and working it, hard dude. for Chicago. Slanging, dude. Um, uh, she's actually the reason I, I found out about you because when I was working on the Chicago piece, I like hit up a couple people that I know, know people out there. Um, and she, she's the one that like, you know. Send your name my way. Oh, thank um, you, Vico. Thank you. So, so that, and then uh, up next, we're gonna play a track by Dolor Folktronico, mm-hmm. um, and we have played Lester Ray on the show before, and he is now a part of Dolor uh, Folktronico. Oh, why can't I say this shit out loud? Dolor Folktronico. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking too much English. Um, yeah, uh, and again, that's Lester Ray teaming up with uh, Chicago-based producers Los Marafacas. Um, and um, so, yeah, and we're going to play a new song called Miéntele. Uh, but before we do all that, I know that you mentioned before uh, that you had played also guitar uh, for Lester yeah, at yeah. his shows. So tell me a little bit about your relationship with Lester. Uh, we met at a Via Palooza. Oh, cool. Um, uh-huh. um, there was uh, a mutual friend of ours, um, and she kind of introduced us. And so, like, from there, he was just really cool. You know, I don't meet very many Puerto Rican musicians in Chicago. Sure. Um, and so it was like we were able to connect on something on that level because uh, they're both Puerto Rican. I'm half Puerto Rican. He's a uh, fool. Um, and, uh, 
And then from there, um, he was recording. He was like putting shows together, and I happened to not be in my band anymore. Sure. And uh, and so I asked him if I could be playing guitar for him. He was just so gracious to let me play. Um, and then he was going like on tours and, and kind of performing all over Chicago. And it was just great to kind of um, meet someone who was such a good band leader and someone that was so open emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and also there was something about him when we went on tour together, which was um, his ability to learn from everything. Right. Right. Everything that he experienced whether it worked or it didn't work, he was able to kind of like step back, take a moment to reflect, and then apply it for the next one. Yeah. And I constantly see him doing that. And he, he, he like continuously raises the bar when it comes to how to be, um, how to be your best self. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, out here in the hustle, we're all, you know, striving to. to do better. You got on, on the day. Right, yeah. right. Exactly. And not to be, um, not to bring negative spirits in it all. Right. And, uh, he's, he's a, he's a good spirited kind of dude. Um, he did an interview for, um, NPR and, uh, my mom liked them. She listened to it and she's like, I like Lester Ray. And I'm like, good. If my mama likes you, <laughs> If my mama likes you, I like you too. Hey, the moms are the are the gateway to the mainstream, <laughs> yes, yes, so you sir. better do that. <laughs> yes, sir. If once once people's moms started singing Despacito and making videos about it, that shit it was over. <laughs> so that's that's the gateway sure, right there for sure. Um, all right, cool. So uh, we're gonna listen to the Lord Folktronico uh, again. Like we have played Lester Ray uh, on the show before. He's released a series of very pro Puerto Rico uh, uh, EPs. Again, very uh, you know firm in his activist work with. Uh, his uh, let's say partner uh, Vico, mm-hmm. the, you know, who is also a very talented Top artist, uh, illustrator, artist. you know. So make sure you check both of them out. Like we will be sharing, you know, as we promote this episode over the week, like we'll be sharing everybody's work out there. So uh, make sure you're keeping See. an eye on all of these people. Again, support independent artists. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're gonna listen to the Lord Fol- Folktronico now. My God, I am struggling with this word. <laughs> um, the song is called Mientele, um, and we will be right back after this smooth little dimbo. Smooth. Mientele, 
Alrighty, and we're back, and we're in the home stretch now. Um, yeah. So uh, we just listened uh, to Jesse. Uh, the song is called Half a Decade. Now, you were telling me that the Jesse is sort of the alias of Jessica Garcia, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whom is, you've collaborated with. Good friend, yeah. Yeah, so what can you tell us about her? Um, she is an up-and-coming um, talented singer-songwriter. Uh, she has all the cariño and all the songwriting abilities uh, to be a huge, huge, huge success. And uh, I'm just like really blessed to know her at this moment right now mm-hmm. um, in her journey. Uh, she's going to be doing great things. Um, if you can tell just by the songwriting, she's, she's so young. She's so young. Um, and if you can just tell by her songwriting, songwriting abilities now, like just where that's going to be going, you know, as yeah. she, she, she keep, continues and presses forward. Um, we've worked together on tracks. Um, when I first was aware of her, um, I'm friends with one of her cousins and, uh, her cousin shared something on Facebook, um, of her singing this cover of hotline bling a few years ago, um, like at a talent show. And it was just really bad kind of, uh, video quality. Okay. She was just like this blob. Um, <laughs> and I was like, that's a talented blob. That's like the most <laughs> talented blob I've ever heard in my life. Um, and it wasn't, and so I'd been following her music, um, uh, like, you know, shouting, sending shout outs to her and then encouraging her to just continue because she, she has it right. She has it. Um, and it wasn't until we actually played a show together for like this, um, stop the violence show, uh, in Chicago, um, w- w- that was like headed by Victory Outreach Church. Um, a mutual friend of ours reached out to both of us and then we were able to see each other's sets for the first time. And then from there I was like, Hey, I'd love, I've, I've written this track. Um, I'd love for you to write and sing the second verse for it. Yeah. It, it needs to be a duet. Um, and, uh, I think, I think you would kill it. And, um, sure enough, she, she, she did, and it's the best part of the song, in my opinion. So is that Powder Room? Is that the yeah. song that we're going to close out yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. We aren't going to close out just yet. I do have okay. one or two more questions yeah, for, for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you, uh, again, your SoundCloud, um, which is, again, soundcloud.com slash mancub. Village, um, yeah. Uh, mancub Village, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can find all of the productions there. Are you on Spotify as well? Everything, everything. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's on Spotify as well. And obviously, we'll be linking to everything, so don't you guys worry. Cool. Um, so what's what's next? What's what's the future hold? Because you, you put out the single like a month and a half ago, two months right. maybe? About, yeah, about a month ago okay. right now. Um, so my plan is uh, to kind of release... To, well, not to kind of, but to release an EP, mm-hmm. right? Um, I have some songs that are already done. I just got to finish some more. Um, so probably by next year sometime. Hopefully, yeah, by cool. January. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to do that. And then from there, just kind of kind of see where yeah. the waters hold. If I learned anything from Lester, it was just like, you, first you got to kind of make your splash. And then from there, you can you can go and play shows for uh, like two years after you release an EP and not put out any more music. Yeah. Um, and so I don't want to do that. I want to just continuously put out like an EP a year, just yeah. continually put out music and get better at it every time I do so. Um, but, yo, know, we've been putting out music since February. This song um, came out earlier this year. Oh, wow. Uh, and so that was like the first time we put out some music. And so there was some success. And it's just like, yo, it's a year in. Um, this man cup project and there's just so much more to go. Sweet. Awesome. And again, just, you know, the, we've, we, we're playing basically a total of seven acts from Chicago, but again, there's just so many, you know, young acts up there. There's Victor with an exclamation point. There's fucking like, um, Divino Nino, Kaina, Tatiana Mm -hmm. Hazel, Mm -hmm. you know, like real nest heads, really, really talented people out there. Decima. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, just make sure that you guys are, are tuning in to what's happening in Chicago, you know, make sure that you're supporting independent artists, independent publications, um, you know, who are like highlighting these, these, these young acts, you know, pull up that SoundCloud, let that shit roll. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. get your Googles on point. And if anything, hit me up. Cause I'm going to be putting a lot of these on, uh, on our playlist. So before we go, uh, can you tell our listeners where they can find you on social media, um, yeah. where they can hear your music, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, um, they could find me in all social 
social media platforms um, at Mancub Village. So Mancub Village, one word, and okay. that's everything. Fantastic. And again, you're on Spotify, you're on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. And obviously, we will link to all of that. Uh, we are Song Mess. You can find us on all of, of your favorite podcasting platforms. That's SoundCloud, um, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, <laughs> Google Play. Uh, you can find us on all of the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at uh, song mess. Uh, you can email us directly at songmessmusic at gmail.com. Please give us your ratings. Please help a brother out. Um, you know, uh, Do it. if you go on iTunes and give us a five star rating, a little comment like these fools are fun, you know, that literally will, you know, up our like ranking and, you know, visibility will get us played more and we can yeah. bring you even more fabulous music and content. So um, please do that. Uh, as per usual, we are still updating our BOPS playlist uh, on Spotify every week. Uh, we'll be sharing links. Um, if anything, you can always DM us. I'll forward you the link if for any reason it's not on our profile. Um, but yeah, uh, there's a lot happening. If you want to help support Songmess financially, we also have an online store, songmess.threadless.com. We got t-shirts, sweatshirts, baby clothes, you know, tote bags, <laughs> iPhone cases. Literally, it's whatever. You can find it there. Different colors. Pencil boxes. Like, you're, you think I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not. The first thing we ever sold was a baby one. So, really? Yes, oh, it's so cool. Shout out to Ivan and Luna, <laughs> baby Luna out there killing it. Awesome. Um, yes, baby but, Luna. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so okay, so we're going to wrap up the show now. Again, this is Man Cub. The track is called Powder Room. This is featuring Jessica Garcia, um, from aka Jesse, the last uh, artist that we played. Um, and yeah, that's it. See you guys next time. Thank you so much for Thank being you. with us, Man Cub. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate you. Ciao. <laughs> Take me out of this room Bring me closer to you